It's been said that power corrupts even those from the most humble beginnings. Power certainly corrupted Queen Rana Valona. The young daughter of two peasants would rise to become a murderous monarch who thrives on torture. Yes, today we're talking about Rana Valona, the first queen of Madagascar. But how did she get there? Well, why don't... Did she swim? <laughs> no, not how did she get to the island. Queen Ravioli uh, no. of Madagascar 2, lost in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Home Alone? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, What's... I don't think... Is there Madagascar? Either way. Either oh, there's three. way. There's King Julian spinoff and the Penguins. Yeah. Well, today we're talking about Queen Rana Valona. Right. But how did she get to the point of being queen? That's the question at hand here. Well, let's start from the beginning. Queen Rana Valona was born in 1778 in Madagascar. She was a young girl born in the poverty, and both of her parents were peasants. Uh, her parents' names were... <coughs> Andrian... Ah, oh, Jesus. Okay. Andrian... Andrian Salamanjaka. Right, and... And Rabodan Andrian Tampo. Yes. Yay! Yay, Levi! Contributing. Anyway. Contributing. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has words, ladies uh, Words, words, big words. Those are her parents. They, the they were. They had very long names. Those are just their first names. Uh, they were peasants, but her dad, who was uh, An- Andrian, Andrian Salamajanka, uh, he he knew some of the royal family, and he caught wind of a conspiracy to kill the current king of Madagascar at the time. And so he was like, King Julian? Uh, no, 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 no. That's a that's a movie. That's a movie. That's my bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. Anime movie for kids. Uh, so he's like, I gotta go warn the king about this. So he tells the royal family, and they stop the conspiracy plot from happening. And so, by reward, they're like, "You welcome to the fam." So they bring them. They bring her family in to uh, the royal family. So now they're like kind of royalty, but not really by blood. So because of this warning, uh, I already said all that. <clears throat> nice, <laughs> right? Uh, now that she's in the family, though, Rana Valona is married to. Uh, this prince, one of the many princes in the royal family, his name is Ramada. Hmm. But she was only one of 12 wives of Ramada, but she was the first wife. So um, that had like a little bit of, I don't know, uh, clout to it. And clout? <laughs> she had some clout because she was the, the first, first of a dozen wives. Right? <laughs> That's a clout. Was it, wait, at the same time or like? No, yeah, this was all at once. This prince had 12, 12 simultaneous marriages. Um. But she was considered one of the less favorable of the wives. So while most of them bared children with him, he was like, I'm not, she's not my type. I'm not touching that. So they, <laughs> never, they never had kids. Together. Your wife is yeah. not my type. Well, he didn't choose her. They, they, they chose her as just like a reward for her, for her father's doing. Right. Because yeah. everyone was just an object back then. Anyways. Uh, from a yeah, young, back then. Yeah, back then. Uh, from a young age, she developed disdain for European people, um, specifically the French and British and Spanish governments, which they had occupied Madagascar like they did most of the territory throughout Africa. And they were exploiting the resources there and the people and the culture and just taking over the land. So she, a lot of the native people from the country hated these European people. And so that kind of you know is consistent throughout her life. What happens is... Uh, <laughs> to become the next king, this is her husband, Prince Ramada, has to kill a bunch of political opponents who are also after the throne, after the king dies. 
and there's not a direct person in line necessarily. So he's killing all the people. Ramada kills all these people that are threatening his position. But a lot of his victims that he was killing were his wife, Rana Valona's relatives. So yeah, now she's like, this guy sucks. But he ends up becoming king anyways. So Ramada kills these people, gets yeah. in the position of king. And uh, since she was his first wife, she didn't really have any power despite being queen. Um, so resenting her husband, Rana Valona is like, I'm, I'm going to conspire and take this guy out. She wants that position. She wants to be in charge of the country, take out the king, queen's in charge. So resenting her husband, she slowly poisons him over the course of a month, as you would what? do, as one would do in that situation. And uh, he was in so much pain that he actually slit his own throat to kill himself because it was... Ah, the old one, the too. The old one, Ba-da-boom. Um, anyways. <laughs> so she kills her husband, who's the king of Madagascar. She takes over. Now she's the queen. And at first, people are like, well, we're not having that. But she was so threatening that they had to accept her position as queen of Madagascar. Uh, and she, not only that, but she was also the first queen of any African country, which is mm-hmm. crazy for how old Africa is. After her husband's died in an act of irony, because she did, after all, kill him, she makes the entire country shave their heads in mourning of her husband's death. So similar to like what Kim Jong-un did when Kim Jong-il died, uh, how he forced the country to mourn publicly. That was her, that was her little thing. Did there. he kill him? Well, Un didn't kill ill. But it's just the same notion of like forcing people to mourn over your dead relative. Right. Through, I got gotcha. <laughs> Right. It's kind of insane. Maybe he did though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. Who's this? Yeah, who knows? Me. Anyways, furthermore, so her her first order. Won't give it. So her first order of business once she gets into power after the whole mourning thing was to form a loyal and powerful military as one would in this position. And she did this very successfully. It was a very strong bill. She got a lot of people on her side. How successfully did she do it? Um, very. Oh. So, so well, in that case. She gets this military. Now her next thing is uh, she hated the royal family that she grew up in. So she wants to kill the entire royal family because they also kind of threatened her position in power. And so she's like, we're, we're getting rid of these people because they weren't her real blood relatives, most of them. Uh, so she has pretty much all the high ranking Royal officials killed. Um, but it was, it was considered distasteful to have Royal blood spilt. So she was at least classy about it. And instead she had them locked in cells to starve to death. So it wasn't that. Well, yeah, blood. you gotta stay I mean, classy. Yeah, stay classy. Yeah. yeah. Let them, no, come on. Let them starve. Don't just kill them. Anyways, uh, at this point, the people of Madagascar, the European settlers started to refer to her as Rana Valona, the cruel. Also known, well, not also, that wouldn't be the same thing, but they also started calling her her the uh, female Caligula. So that's a fun little anecdote. <clears throat> okay. Politics as usual. <laughs> <laughs> so after cementing her authority, Rana Valona nullified her treaties with Britain and France. Uh, the, her husband before her, the former king, and the king before him, had worked really hard to create treaties with these countries to try to keep things peaceful. And they were like, yeah, okay, you can use our stuff. Just don't... He basically made treaties to prevent European countries from enslaving the people of Madagascar. And they're like, you can use our territory and our resources and stuff. Just don't like kill Madagascar people and enslave them. Uh, but she undid that because she hated the European people. Um, so... Basically, at this point, if you didn't flee the country fast enough, you're going to be put to death because 
she was not having it with anyone from Europe. Europe. Did I say Europe? Well, I meant Europe. Europe. I've been informed <laughs> that I tend to mumble a lot, so uh, sorry, I'll try to be more clear. <clears throat> Yeesh. <laughs> okay. So this whole nullification, of course, prompts the French to go to war with her. But Rana Valona used unbeatable home field tactics. So uh, she did this by harvesting malaria-infected mosquitoes, and then she would have these released uh, on French military camps. Then Rana Valona, being the good propaganda mistress that she was, uh, cut off the heads of the dead Europeans, and then impaled them with pikes and lined them up on the beach facing the ocean, so as a warning sign to all the oncoming naval ships. Propaganda machine. Hmm. Yeah, so just a bunch of uh, piked heads. Doesn't seem like propaganda. But <laughs> more like a, was, a uh, warning. Well, I thought it would be a good little just joke a, in there. Was, yeah, yeah, a good little joke like a that little... you totally meant to make a <laughs> Did, joke. The, the propaganda. I know words. The good little propaganda mistress that she was. Come on. Here's the thing. All right, moving forward. <laughs> You're not having that one. <laughs> so she would, uh, other tactics she had, she would catch uh, groups of French soldiers, and then she would force them to march through malaria-infested swamps. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> Just, you guys gotta march through that now, so. <laughs> Go ahead, what are you waiting for? <laughs> like, I'm not gonna... What do you mean? <laughs> so this would take about a month to kill them all, but they... Died of malaria. Oh, my God. Yeah, right. So. She's pretty rude. Yeah, she's a horrible, horrible, horrible person. Well, come on. Uh, horrible, horrible. <laughs> but, uh. Nah, come on. So, she then changed the justice system. This is one of my favorite little anecdotes right. of hers. Yeah. She decides to change the justice system that once worked as a standard court of law. Um, I would say, like, today's, but I don't know if it, <laughs> if you would call today's court of law standard. You'd be right. right, right. No, 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 no. no, no. no. Uh, rather than using reason and facts, she believed in the good old-fashioned juju. Yeah. So, what I meant is that part. Is <laughs> right. That's more today. Right. right. Just, eh, yeah, yeah. facts. <laughs> right. Let's go back to the old juju. So uh, Let's go to juju. She, what she would do is she would have defendants eat three raw chicken skins, and then <laughs> she would have them drink a poisonous juice. And if oh. they if they vomited up the chicken skins and the juice, they would be found guilty. Uh, but seeing as <laughs> seeing as uh, seeing as it was raw chicken skins and, and poisonous, yes, yeah, they always threw up. Oh God! It's they like it's up. like throwing a witch in the river right, and like, right. well, if she lives, right. she needs to be killed. Right. If she, but if she's innocent, she, she'll just drown, drown in the river. Right. <laughs> she always drown. Yeah. So they always threw up because it was raw chicken skin and um and poisonous juice. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the new justice system. That was the court of law. Oh, good God. But they would actually go to a court and do this. So it'd be in front of right. a jury of people. <laughs> if you're guilty, right. you'll throw up from the poison. <laughs> so uh, her third major mission after changing the courts and getting rid of the Europeans was uh, she wants to eliminate Christianity from Madagascar. She hated religion, especially Christianity. Although she was in the voodoo and that type of stuff, but she didn't like formal religion. So she started executing Christians in the most brutal ways. Um, these include throwing them off of cliffs headfirst. That doesn't seem brutal. It's, yeah, I guess it's... It's pretty quick. So there's that. But then there was burning them via spit roast. So there's, well, yeah, over a fire, you know. They also, she would I cook mean, them, so she would put them over <laughs> boiling water on a spit also. It's just a double boiler. Right, yeah. I mean, you'll have Same that. as any chocolate... You make 
Wait, I mean, yeah, what are you going to... I mean, if you're going to make chocolate covered strawberries, you got to have a double boiler. You know, microwave chocolate just doesn't melt as Yeah, well. but this isn't chocolate. These are these are humans, human beings. Oh, human beings. Yeah, Christians. Real, Christians. Real people. Yeah, people. Real people yeah. who lived once. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, here's one of the, the famous ones she used. The good old classic progressive amputation. Uh, which oh, that's a good one. <laughs> which I wrote doesn't sound much like a picnic. Um, I said, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> the old uh, cut your legs off and then your arms off and sew it shut and then cut off the rest. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I know. The sewing sounds like the worst part to me. Is that weird? No, it probably would be. I don't want it to be sewn back up. I feel like, but I also don't want to. It depends on how they're anything. amputating you. Because if they use like an old rusty saw, that would be more painful than if they just chopped it off and then <sighs> sewed it. Shut. I don't know. I don't know. Would it be more painful without the rust? I mean, maybe it was like they slowly cut, like they cut off a finger, then your hand, then I don't know. There's not a lot. <laughs> they specific. cut off a finger, sew it up, <laughs> cut off another, sew it up, then cut off the whole Just, hand, yeah, sew, sew it, it up. up. Yeah, keep you alive inch by inch, and they keep. Yeah, yeah, we're laughing, but this is real. This happens. So <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> These are horrible things. Anyways, um, so she couldn't fully eliminate Christianity, but she did put the country in fear, and she forced them to practice in secrecy. In six years, she cut the population in half, having killed two. Jesus. Yeah, she killed two and a half million people. Uh, so primarily, it was royal family, Christians, and Europeans. She left most of the peasants alone, but she eventually gets to torturing them. So we'll get to that. <laughs> Don't worry, <laughs> she'll get there. We'll get to the torture. <clears throat> Jesus. So now she gets a really into isolationism, and she becomes a little bit more insane. Uh, Rana Valona was sick of foreign influence on Madagascar, as we had already discussed. Sounds familiar. The only thing that she did like that I read was she was really into French fashion. She wore a lot of French dresses and things like that. She was in, she yeah. likes that. But if you are French, no, 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 no. Oh, no, ooh, no, ooh, no. Ooh. You're going to spit roast. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> horrible, right. horrible. So she, she became obsessed with isolationism and self-sufficiency in the country. The issue right. was that when you... Rana Valona first. Yeah. When you uh, have isolationism, that creates a lack of economic growth. And that's, you know... When you're a crazy authoritarian like her, uh, that's very right, like that's her. very little money. <laughs> that's very little money to work with. So her thing was: here's her, the deal with Ronvalona. She was very extravagant. What? Yeah, and she wants to build a giant palace, several palaces and statues, mostly top. You're telling me she wanted big buildings with her name on them? Yeah, and statues. And she wanted of to cut off trade and wanted yes, to yes, just have her own place. <laughs> So that's what she was into. But to do this, she needed money, obviously. So the general public was really poor and taxing them wasn't going to be enough money to get this done. And she also cut off all trade. So if only she had a rich father to loan or something. No, not in this case. Uh, Instead of taxes, Rana Valona taxed them with the good old fashioned forced labor, of course. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, instead of having to pay taxes, you would just have to give your, I don't know, 100 hours a month to forced labor. Yeah. So every citizen was forced to do a certain amount of labor as their tax, which effectively built major public squares and palaces. It works. It turned, you know, it's crazy what you can accomplish with uh, endless human suffering and forced human labor. It's crazy the things you can do. It's amazing what you can accomplish. (laughs) Endless human suffering. Endless endless just throw bodies. Just uh, never ending. Oh, my God. So uh, she was starting to piss everyone off, obviously. This was... What? Yeah, it turns out the forced labor tax wasn't going to fly with the public. (laughs) The forced labor tax. Especially after she killed half the population through murder and torture. Right. 
Uh, <laughs> Why am I laughing? Right. It's so it's just, bad. She's so ridiculously awful. It's horrible. It's right. like it seems like it's not real. Like, but it is. But I guess it that's is. why it's unsung. So she was starting to piss everyone off, including her loyal military, which was her one thing to, you know, keep this stuff working. So this is uh, fun. I love this. This this little bit will get you laughing here. Um, So to keep her military in line, she would randomly select one guy to have killed from the military. And one of her methods to doing this was she like there's this one story. She once commanded a soldier to meet her at the Capitol. And when he arrived on the site, um, he was speared in the gut 30 times because he left his post. <laughs> right. <laughs> the post that he left because he, she, she, was ordered she ordered him to, to, to leave. leave. Yeah. And then she had him 30 speared times. 30 times in the gut because he left it. So <laughs> that was how she kept. So they're like, all right, all right, fine. We'll, we'll obey. So, uh, right. Yeah. Her next crazy stunt. So now we're just getting to a series of insanity, just in crazy things that she did when she was like yeah. firmly in power. Now we're getting. Now we're getting. This one's. This is a fun story. Her next crazy stunt occurred fun. when she decided she wants to go to. She wants to go buffalo hunting. She got for whatever reason. She's. Um, maybe she watched a YouTube video about buffaloes hunting or something. She, yeah, maybe she watched yeah, a YouTube, YouTube yeah, video about yeah, buffalo. Yeah, hunting. yeah seventeen seventy. Yeah. <laughs> so, so she's into buffalo hunting suddenly. Um, she had no experience hunting before. She didn't know anything about hunting. YouTube video. Uh, so the location of the buffaloes, this was the problem. They were hard to get to. They're in a really difficult area of Madagascar. More like tuffaloes, am I right? Okay. Jeez. Oh, Tough to get to them. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, moving forward. So she wanted to go to these buffaloes, but she couldn't get to them. So, of course, she threw her slaves uh, off the cliff? Well, they weren't slaves. I guess they were citizens just doing their forced labor tax. Just paying, just paying their taxes. taxes. <laughs> <laughs> just paying she, their taxes. she had them pave roads for her through this incredibly dangerous territory. They paved oh roads and built... They actually built a small town for her um, where the buffaloes were so she could go there and like hang out and live there for a little bit and hunt these buffalo for fun. That's what she wanted to do. So this takes oh. them months. This takes them like six months to do. And so they pave roads, build a little town for her. Um, and it resulted in over 10,000 workers dying along the way. When they were finally done, she goes there. She spends one night in the small town. She doesn't hunt any buffalo. And then the next day, she went back home. She just didn't feel like doing it anymore. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to. I'm not in the mood. The old Mar-a-Lago of Madagascar. <laughs> she, she was like, that was six months ago. I'm past it. <laughs> They're like, we've been oh, 10,000 of us died. What do you mean? Well, I don't want it anymore. Well, I'm over it. I don't care about the buffalo. <laughs> right. So, uh, anyways, so here's some fun little killing methods that she also used. I just fun little killing. Yeah, methods. I thought it'd be fun to throw these in here just to give you guys some images of what she was capable of. Uh, I already talked about throwing them off the cliff head first. Well, this was a fun anecdote. She also, for the people that she especially didn't like, she would throw them off cliffs, scaring them, like thinking that they were about to die, but she had somehow attached a harness to them. So they'd be like, they'd have a bag over their head and be thrown off a cliff and they didn't know they had a harness tied to them. And then they'd be falling, think they're about to die and it would catch them. And then they would remove the mask, make the person think, oh, I'm going to be okay. And then they would cut the rope and then they would fall and die. <laughs> so Come yeah, on. so she would trick them into thinking that they were going to live and then she would have them killed. Right. It's an old prank. Right. Here's a fun uh, little little one too. It's uh, She would coat her feet in poison and then she would make her victims kiss her feet. So there was that. So they would die mm. from that. Uh, they also did the old sawing people in half lengthwise. So that's the old. That's never fun. Yeah, the old groin to head sawing in half. <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> 
you know, because you end at the head every time. Though. Yeah. Do you start right? And the saddest part, I think, of this whole story is that Rana Valona never got her comeuppance. She, uh, she lives to be 83 years old. She died in 1861 peacefully in her bed. And, um, yeah, she got away with it. Nothing ever. I mean, she just, she just never had to deal. All of this is just horribly, horribly familiar. Yeah. (laughs) Many people credit her, uh, with creating a sovereign country. So it's weird. There's actually a lot of people that are like, she was great. (laughs) She made us a sovereign nation. We weren't under the control of Europe. We didn't have to pay taxes. It was great. Right. Um, but pretty much universally, she's acknowledged for how horrible she was and all the horror she created but along the way. When you saw people in half lengthwise, you don't typically come out of history. Right, like right, day. right. Or the uh, progressive amputation. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, after her death, her son actually took over. Um, but that he didn't take over until uh, there were two more Queen Ronavalona. So there ended up being three Queen Ronavalonas who were all similarly oh, yeah. bad. The, the other ones weren't as evil, but they kept her policies in line. And then her son eventually got to power and he was like, he never got along with Mama. Um, yeah, he, he reversed Mama Ranavana. He quickly reversed all her policies. He reconnected the treaties with Europe. Um, he <laughs> removed the forced labor tax. And uh, things in oh. Madagascar got a little bit better, although even up till today, it's not the best place. Rana Valona was known as the Mad Queen, female Caligula, and Rana Valona the Cruel. She came from humble beginnings and rose to power through passionate violence and hate-fueled rage. Her hatred for Europeans drove her to murderous destruction. Torture and bloodshed became the centerpiece of her reign, and her legacy remains that of a real-life supervillain. What does the run of Alona say? Nice. Die, 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 Build me things and die if you don't do it. What was your favorite? What was your favorite terrible thing that Ron of Alona did? I kind of was entertained by the forced labor tax. I think that was. Here's the thing with that is you shouldn't be. Well, it's not me. One and two. Wouldn't kill you. I know. I think bad things can be entertaining, right? Well, Unless it's the Holocaust, which this was a certain type of Holocaust, I guess one could say. She did have two and a half million people killed, so. Genocide, schmenocide, right, folks? Right, right genocide, schmenocide. Thanks for listening to Unsung. <laughs> we'll be back next week with two new stories. Wait, be sure no, to we subscribe. Won't. no, we won't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, th- no, this we week is the this season is, finale. This is the last. Could be the last episode. Who knows? Oh, God. If you guys don't start selling us money, send us money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you want more kids? No. no. Um. No, we won't be back next no. week. We'll be back at but some point. But be sure point, to check probably. out the actual season finale of season one, episode twelve. Yeah. Peter Freiken. I'm sorry, I spoiled it. Uh, he's got a good beard. He, That's all I can he's say. He's the most interesting man in the world. So you have to Dose X. Yeah, you have to check it out. It's it's, a, it's unsung good. is sponsored by Dose X. <laughs> I wish. Stay thirsty. Oh, could you imagine? It's good beer. We're not. I we're not Modelo. We're Corona. Modelo, though. Mm. What about Blue Moon? <laughs> <laughs> Jack likes Blue Moon. No, he did. Be sure to subscribe if you like the show and leave us a review to let us know what you think. Unsung is researched and written by Ryan Thank Muskin. You. Production and original music by Levi Rainey. Shmi Vaney. Shmi Vaney. 
episode 12 is next but probably you already heard that because they come in uh, order and so that would right. be the top and so you probably listened to 12 right already. right so really if that's the case then see right you next and season. this was this was if your season happens. finale i suppose yep but if not listen to episode or go back and re-listen to the rest of them let us know what you think <laughs> if you have any interesting people that you found send uh send it to i don't know do we have any contact info just no. leave in a review. That would be preferred, to be Listen honest. Listen to Lucidity. Uh, eh. Yeesh. Yeesh. Well. Well. <laughs> I guess that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Woo.